a slayer with gigantic <laughs> melancholies and gigantic mirth to tread the jeweled thrones of the earth under his sandaled feet. Sometimes his description of Conan is longer than the actual story. <laughs> And it's my favorite when it happens. He's horny. He's horny for Conan. And honestly, he is that dude. Thought form. That dude loved thick men. Thought form. That Conan. dude loved thick men. Thought forms and crystals and new spells. Oh my. Looks like the game mechanics are going off the rails in this one. Let us thoughtfully conclude our psychic journey into the mental realm of the big brain psionicists. I still hate that word. But I digress! Pull up a drink and pour thyself a chair. Welcome to Talking Shop. Psionicist. Channel their. I'm not flubbing it either, it's psionicists. Channel their magic by focusing their minds. By doing so, they can transcend oh their God. physical bodies. Adopting forms of pure thought, casting spells. What the fuck are you talking Psy about? I'm a thought boy. I'm a thought. All right, casting spells psionically to bypass the need for components and perceiving the world with a broader range of senses. As a member of the psionicist tradition, you might have awoken your psionic potential through the strain of your esoteric studies. Oh my lord, Jonah. Or perhaps you joined a scholarly order dedicated to unlocking the magic of the mind. You know, like wizards I'm pulling do. my hair out. So, with that said... I haven't been able to hear Joe this entire time because my <laughs> headphones have been messed up. Um, so I'm really excited to hear Just what he has me. to say oh, when he eventually comes through well, my headphones. Well, you're too late because he, he died. He died when I read that. Nope. Well, I'm, he, he perished. I'm very excited. Um, uh, Joe, you there? I'm here. Oh, I can't hear him. You can't hear him? No. Oh, did I get muted? Can Joe hear us? Yeah, I I I, I can hear you. Him. It's just I think your headphones. I can. Hear can you hear me? There it was. Yeah, it's hey. just it's just all hopping right. out of the call and hopping back in. Sorry, everyone. It's all right. I was just having a breakdown while Jonah was reading. You didn't oh, well, miss much. How how was that breakdown? Because I really want to know about it. <laughs> I was really sad. I, I I I think I said something like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, can you was just, it during Sionicist? at some point? Uh, psionicists use psionics psionically. Their magic is psionical. And when they psionically psion stuff, you can tell that they psionically I mean, study so things with their from Lego. Are, are we back? Because I'm gonna, oh, I wanna Jesus. say something. Oh, we're back. Yeah, no, okay. I never stopped. I never stopped. Well, before. no, I just wanna double check. We like had a good, nice We've cut. been back. Um, this to me is like what happens with any time Wizards wants to have something be like, spooky they're like your shadow magic sudden you imbue shadows no like if you (laughs) if you look at the language revolving the bard of whispers oh it is hilarious oh yeah you got fucking shadows like shadow is not even in the name but it's just like no shadowy magic and it's like ooh, i guess it's bad Mm. i guess it's i'm best i'm if it's if it's shadows it's which is a shame because i like the whispers uh i do too but they just didn't i love that class but i wish it had been worth playing versus the the lore bard 
Oh, but like, he, all the way. He can't beat Jonah that class. hurt me. Yeah. Also, I can't talk shit about shadows because postcards from Prowl. I'm like shadow Pokemon. We brought them back. Oh no, no, no! But that's Pokemon. like that's. I'm just. Well, those are I'm a talking real about thing. like the fact like that every class that tries to be spoopy when it comes to wizards has is one like, spoopy mm, word that it keeps saying. Shadows. No, it's always shadows. It's I always can't. shadow magic. I could look up like five classes and not even talking about the shadow sorcerer. True. I could talk about Hexblade, and it's like, right. mystical shadows wreathe you in your darkness. Anywho. Mm. Yeah. Edgy. Give it to us, Jonah. You just bend mm. us over this barrel with this bullshit. Hurt me. Uh, I need I'm it to feel. Bend you over a barrel, show you the 50 states. Psionic focus. I'm not going to do this oh for everyone. God, this voice. I'll, just, I'll just give it to you for the <laughs> titles from now on. Uh, you have learned to channel psionic energy through a special object, a psionic focus. You like gain the what? object with this feature. What? Uh, while your psionic focus is on your person, you gain the following benefits. So, so far, it's like a transmuter stone kind of vibe that they're trying to give, I guess. Um, yeah. The object is a spellcasting focus for you. Okay. Uh, when you roll psychic or force damage for any of your wizard spells, you can re-roll any of those damage dice that rolls a one, but you must use the new roll. That, I feel like, is actually pretty powerful for a level two thing. Yeah. Uh, Wait, which is it? The psionic focus, you can re-roll ones for psychic or force damage mm. wizard spells. If your psionic focus yeah. is lost, you can magically recreate it by meditating for one hour during a short or long rest, at the end of which the focus appears in your hand. Okay. So, like, you get the, the transmuter stone of psionic stuff. Uh, actually gives you a pretty solid... You know, it's it's like if you'd taken elemental adept, except it's psychic or force damage. You get to rewrite. Correct. It once. Yeah, I don't I don't see it as being strong for level two. No, yeah, it's like I mean, it's, it's nice. Just, it's nice, it's but nice. like, it I get that at level one with great weapon master. True, but we Not also great have master, but holy like fighting style. Holy shit! They wrote four paragraphs about where the psionic yep. focus might uh, have come from. That's what I'm from. looking at. Uh, would you like me to read it? No. No, because I would die of old age. Can I tell you why I looked at that, though, Joe? I was like, what the why? fuck is a psionic focus? Right? Like, versus, versus any other any focus. Spell casting focus. Because, like, cause, so the only class that I think does this well is Warlock, when it's like, you get something from your patron. They it, gave you this book. It yeah. appears, they gave you this sword. right? Yeah. Like, that's a cool moment yeah. when it's like, as a Warlock, you get your Book of Shadows, right? book of shadows mm-hmm. right it just mm-hmm. it shows cool. up but like it's a cool thing that it's like i just found this every other class that's like here's an item at a level i hate it because it just it never feels mm. as cool earned, earned. Or like yeah, thematically earned. like it's like it's just like you find a crystal at level two and now your magic's stronger. Enjoy. Did your master give it to you upon the completion of your internship? Your was internship? It <laughs> was it? I, I, I embellished. It was apprenticeship. But I answered the phone. I swear to God, I'm reading this. My master gave me a crystal. I, I, I cannot believe that whatever copy editor this runs through. It's it's four paragraphs about the wand chooses Perhaps the wizard, child but like memento, it, the skull of an alien creature, a crystal that makes you feel a, a crystal certain way. that makes you feel it's a, a certain J-O way. It's a crystal, y'all. It's it's a mood ring. <laughs> it's so powerful. It's a mood ring. <laughs> it has all my incel power. <laughs> Oh my One morning, God. you wake up with it humming under your pillow. 
that's what happened with oh, my J.O. Crystal. If you masturbate, you can no longer psionically use things. <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, please look up the J.O. Crystal article on Craigslist. The J.O. Crystal. <laughs> Guys, I had to, I couldn't use my J.O. I couldn't take my J.O. Crystal on the, the plane because it was too powerful from the last set. Oh. Uh, I'm really backed up, and now I can move things with my mind. Oh my God. God. Sorry, sorry, everyone. So for that, that is uh, that's <laughs> one section of the level two features. There's also a secondary part. I <sighs> like this. I dig this. Psionic devotion. Yeah, it's cool. I hate it now. <laughs> your study of psionics begins to unleash your mind's potential. When you gain this feature, choose one of the following cantrips: friends, mage hand, or message. You learn that cantrip if you don't already know it, and it doesn't count against the number of wizard cantrips you know. While the sign of focus is on your person, you can cast it as a bonus action requiring no components and with the modification listed below. This is very interesting. Friends, when the spell ends, the target doesn't become hostile to you. Mage Hand, you can make the hand cool. invisible when you cast the spell and controlling the spell is a bonus action for you. It's to force. Still message, pretty cool. you don't need to point out toward the target or Huge. whisper your message out loud. These mm -hmm. are cool. These are cool. They're cool. And I like them. I like that they are all good in different ways. Like, if you just want the little bit of force, you could do the force. The friends thing is massive. No, it's not. It's not? That they don't become hostile to you? You just have permanent advantage on charisma checks? False. Because... They still, they still realize that you did it. They may not become instantly mm. hostile, but they might hate you. I misread that. Yeah, it's it's the one thing about it. But like, I like it that it's they didn't do that because having like a permanent, mm -hmm. I always have advantage on persuasion right. as a wizard, gets to my pet peeve mm -hmm. of being like. I'm the wizard, but I also want to be the face of the party all the time. Everything's about me. Watch my spells. Right, right, right. right, right like, right, right, right. which I guess you can still do as a sorcerer, but like, uh, like I like that it's not the thing instantly becomes hostile. That's a really cool adaptation to it. Mm -hmm. Like that, whatever you're doing psionically mm -hmm. is pacifying it from being aggressive. Right. Right? Yeah, well, because <laughs> the wording of friends. The wording of friends. I already got it pulled up for you. Great. For the duration, you have advantage on all charisma checks directed at one creature of your choice that isn't hostile towards you. When the spell ends, the creature realizes that you used magic to influence its mood and becomes hostile towards you. Right? So, I guess depending on how your DM rules it, mm -hmm. right? But, like, if I was in a campaign and I was ruling it as a DM... I would be like, no, they know you cast a spell. Yeah. They're just not true. gonna swing their axe at your skull. Right. Well this this is also th this is what I was trying to figure out. That yes, they realize you use magic to influence its mood. Uh, the components, like there is a small amount of makeup. Well that that's my question. So it requires no components, meaning th that's that's where I'm not sure about this one. It, because like does that mean like just no material components, or is it like no no somatic, like no verbal, no material? Oh, whatever? it doesn't need. I assume that it needs no great anything like that. Like that's what I think is cool. Yeah. About like especially when it talks about like message, right? right. You're basically getting telepathy. Yeah. 
which is interesting. So like, it's different from like, it gives you a huge one up over friends as normal because like, if you're like, I'm putting a little bit of makeup on my face to cast the spell on you, it's like, whoa. Or what's even going like on? an arcane <laughs> device, like it's still like you can see me casting the spell, yeah. right? But like, so for that minute, like you've got the advantage. You can it's put like a, you're cool. You as a DM could put a middle ground in there that's yeah. like, let me see if they notice. Right. Right. But like, I right, think if, right. if you were playing, if you were functioning as a DM and you didn't put something in there, it would be grossly overpowered yeah. for level two. And, and level sorry, two, Bard. Level two through twenty. Yeah. Right. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I think it's interesting that. They I mean, I guess your never becomes less isn't necessarily going to be huge as a True. wizard, especially because you're opted out of being an enchantment wizard through doing this. Well, even enchantment wizard, you're not focusing on charisma. Uh, but like, as far as trying to do like interactions and stuff, oh, yeah. and like those kind of things, uh, I do think it's interesting that we started to go down the path of like switching out stuff at long rests with the other stuff, but we didn't with this. I find that weird too. Uh, I mm -hmm. feel like if I we were going to go there, we should have. Sure yeah, um, but that's that. I I like each of those individually. I think they're all cool. I think that it's interesting just, because yeah, it's like simple. Uh, you know, besides this, the only th other thing that really gets like an enhancement to a cantrip is a warlock with Eldritch Smite. Or not with Eldritch Blast, sorry. Yeah. Um, I will say, this this level two thing does what I wanted from every level of this class, yeah. which is modifying spells and right. how they function. Yes. Which is, again, exactly. why I think this works better for a sorcerer than a wizard. Because they're already modifying spells. Because you're right. already interesting crafting spells. Like, you could add a new, like, psionics to meta magic. Yeah. Like how does it change all spells not just mm. yeah. This yeah. one spell. Anywho. It feels Let, it feels like Sorry, I keep wanting to get onto that soapbox. No, okay. no, no, you're good. I, I I promise it's coming. We should definitely talk the rest, about the actual the spells that they've yeah, added. No, we will definitely talk about those. But yeah, yeah. well also uh, to piggyback off of your sorcerer thing, it feels like the only reason that they had for doing it with the wizard rather than the sorcerer is because the wizard is intelligence-based and the sorcerer is charisma-based. And they were like, this is all intelligence things. Then then to me... Uh, like, that feels like the only good reason. At level one, since your sorcerer origin is at level one, mm -hmm. shift everything from sorcerer from charisma to intelligence. Well, it's not like it's that difficult. We did it with the Hexblade. They attack with their charisma now. Right. Yeah, we, th yeah, this is, this you know is the thing that we can do. We've anyway. established it's that we can do. It's so easy to like just be like, cool, this sorcerer is now an intelligence-based sorcerer. Yeah, totally. And it's level one, so you don't even have to worry about a weird change halfway down the line. Yeah. It's not like you got to live through yeah. level one before you can I mean, flavor-wise... Flavor-wise, I think you can do it with charisma. Flavor-wise, psionic... But it feels yeah. like they just didn't want to. Flavor-wise, psionics is, is much more about internal ability learned. than... Like a learned is, thing, right. anyway, Which is right? How like, they define yeah. intelligence versus charisma-based stuff, right? So it's just kind of a bizarre step misstep at the very beginning of this yeah. process, but whatever. Sixth <laughs> level, thought form. Fuck this. Fuck forever. me. I am becoming not your voice. No, 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 not thought. your voice. Fuck this ability <laughs> forever. This could be the whole rest of the episode. It hurt me, Jonah. Going. I am now a thought. God. <sighs> God almighty. While you are carrying your psionic focus, you can use a bonus action. Your J.O. Crystal. My J.O. While you're carrying your J.O. Crystal, <laughs> you can use a bonus action to magically transform your body into pure psionic energy. The transformation... What the fuck does that mean? It's, it's pure psionic energy, Joe. Get on board. You're just thoughts. I'm just thoughts. Uh, the transformation lasts... 
for 10 minutes until you use a bonus action to assume your normal form or until you're incapacitated or die. Um, the thought died. <laughs> I hate this. While hate in this thought building. form, you are a figure of luminous psychic energy with your psionic focus hovering within. Your form can appear as anything you wish, but it is obviously magical, is the same size as you, and sheds dim light in a five-foot radius. You like know, a globe boy. I am You're not, a human rave, I'm, glow stick man, with your J.O. crystal. <laughs> Just raving in the center of the room. Any other equipment you are wearing or carrying transforms with you and melds into your thought form. You also gain the following benefits. Fuck off. Psionic spell casting. When you cast a spell while in thought form, you can cast the spell psionically. If you do so, the spell doesn't require verbal, somatic, or material components that lack a gold cost. Fine. Psychic resilience. Go die. You gain resistance to psychic damage and to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage from non-magical attacks. You can transform using this feature a number of times equal to your intelligence Fuck modifier. Off. And you regain all expended uses when you finish a long rest. What do you think, Jonah? Oh, man. So. I, I think we should unleash Andrew, but I, I have first, one or two small things to do before Andrew. the unleash. So, like, please. I just. It's not something that another wizard has. So that's fine. Just be careful. You're in the same room as me. I know. I am in the same. I'm, I'm treading. I'm treading very carefully, because uh, he's about to unleash the beast. I mean, the the psionic spell casting, like the form is weird. Like I I get that they were like, makes no sense. I don't know why. If you if you become, if you if you become thoughts, I don't know. I don't know why De this is the choice. Doctor Manhattan, all of a sudden. Yeah. D define your terms. Does a being of pure psionic thought have weight? Will it sink in water? What is the specific density of thought? Can it be poisoned? Be given that you're a being of pure thought, which I assume doesn't have a nervous system, are you still poisoned afterwards? You don't have Can resistance you fly? to those things. Can so you walk yes. through walls? Do you fall through the fucking no. yeah. earth? Yeah, because what is it doesn't this? say that like it doesn't say like you hover or like your psionic focus hovers within no, you. No, no. You are still standing on the ground, Nothing. so we're like semi-solid. There, there are very, very weird implications. May I, may I step into the ring real fast and answer Joe's question? Answer the yes, answer Joe's question. Joe, you said what is this? Let me answer your question. This is best case scenario five uses of rage for a wizard. That's what it is. At its base level, that's all it is. There's, there's, there's nothing. Ooh, you can cast your spells without. Cool. We only added that just to make it feel a little bit less like a rage, and because when you rage, you get benefits to your melee attack. So I guess we gotta give them to some spellcasters. Does anyone else want to talk before I continue on? Um, about this Jo Crystal bullshit. Just the implications of the psionic form are very, like, it's so unclear and, like, it doesn't give any guidance on what that is supposed to be. It also feels weird because I, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know of anything else that at this low of a, like, at sixth level or whatever, or even close, like, before we're into pretty high tier stuff that has, like, this is my new form. Yeah, like Other paladins than, are like, this is my capstone. I'm an angel now. Sorcerer, this is my capstone. Yeah. Druid is the only thing I can think of that's like, but it's a class about being a shapeshifter. Yeah, that's its whole deal. So the right. fact that we've got a form, uh, my my final form. <laughs> you fool! I've reached my final form. Uh, it's just before you please. go off, Andrew. It's just so lame. 
It's it so is. Because it's just lame. rage for a wizard. Like, this is some lame-ass, like, it, it's, it seems like something a six-year-old would write. Like, this is the cool thing. I become, like, an orb <sighs> or whatever. I, I don't know. It just seems this. lame. And I know we I know we have a fucking podcast about pretending to be elves <laughs> and shit, but <laughs> this is coming from me. This shit is lame. <laughs> This shit is lame. Can I, can I step into the ring now? Okay, everybody? yes. I, I, I sincerely can yes. see this face to you, sir. Uh, as the crowd shouts Spaniard. Um, it's a gladiator reference, everybody. Not a racial thing. Why the fuck does a wizard have rage? Why? 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 Okay, A. A. We're recycling a mechanic in a non-creative way. B. We're stealing something from something that is literally the only thing special about it, right? Mm -hmm. The reason you play a barbarian over a fighter is because you can rage as a barbarian, Mm -hmm. right? Like, that's really it. Other than that, fighter's a better choice, right? Mm -hmm. You get more versatility out of it, and it does more. At the end of the day, it's the backbone of a class. It'd be like me being like, I'm going to create a new rogue class, right? But it's all about how rogues can turn into different animals. (laughs) (laughs) It's the exact same bullshit as that, right? Like, I'm like, you actually, uh, so as a rogue, every level you have two animal forms starting at third level. I'm like, so it's a druid. Just play a druid, right? Like, but it's like, but no, I want, I want to sneak. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. You can't be everything and everyone. Okay, I also hate this because of the aforementioned what the fuck is mind form? Like, like what is it? What does it mean to be it? What, what does it look like? Like, I guess these are all things you, the character, and the player of the character can s- figure out and say. But, like, at the end of the day, why are thoughts still affected by any form of physical damage. Right. And besides uh, bludgeoning, piercing, slashing. Uh, why 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 do you have a better form of rage than the barbarian? You're resistant to psychic damage. True, yeah, it's better than the baseline barbarian. It's yeah. Better than baseline rage. Yes, it comes later than baseline range, but it's only level six. Also, you can use it five times. Right, because a, a wizard's entire goal is to max int, like, unless you're being right. some sort unless of Unless you're doing it wrong. Unless you know. you're doing it wrong, right, which is, people do. Or an arcane right. knight, eldritch or knight Or you want to just take feats, and you're like, I, I guess I, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter, right? But so at the end of the day, let's talk about this. How many times can you think of, when you've been playing D&D, where there have been more than five encounters between long rests? right. Uh, we also apparently play differently. Uh, you know what? I've been thinking about it, and I'm sorry to in- insert this no, right no, in the middle no. of your. Uh, it's going to be way more tame y- than we y- built and, it and, up. And like, Jonah. I, I, Andrew, just yeah. this feature makes me throw out this entire class as anything viable, like for wizards to publish. Yeah. Also, the fact that they've said psionically to, to, at least 13,000 times by now. <laughs> to your point about when was the last time you played. Uh, an adventure with that had like five per long rest or something like that. That that entire rule seems like a very archaic holdover from when this was just yeah, a I mean, dungeon like, crawler. That's the only you know what time I, mean? I can like when think this was this a war as game. like a functional thing is like du- like dungeon crawling. But because it lasts ten minutes, yeah. right? You functionally have almost mm-hmm. an hour in this form. Mm-hmm. Because it's not going to be more than oh, 10 God, minutes no. of combat. If you're, if you're right. in combat for more than 10 so minutes, like, you're dead. If you right. know where two like two things of combat are and your group can get to them quickly and you're doing a dungeon run, then like mm-hmm. a use of this can be 
Two combats. Two combats. Because it's long enough. Because mm -hmm. combat rarely lasts over a minute. Yeah. Absurd to me that it's just like, I'm just resistant. Now, granted, like, what, like, like, I also want to talk about, like, what good is it really to be resistant to slashing, As a wizard. bludgeoning, and, 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 and what's the other one? Piercing. Piercing, right? What good is Piercing. that? Because you shouldn't be in the mix of things that are doing that to you. Yeah. So mechanically, it yeah. doesn't even make sense for what it's built for, right? This would make sense for, like, Blade Singer, right? That's yeah. like, I need that sort of thing right. to functionally exist. I'd, I'd even give it to you for, like, a war. But they already have increased health. Like, it would make more sense in that. But, like, why does psionics yeah. have it? Yeah. Like, it doesn't even make sense. We should be focusing more on doing stuff with our brain. Hey, Jonah. Can I yeah. also, like, quick, like, just pause real fast? Mm -hmm. Can I borrow your plug-in headphones? Because mine are dying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. They keep, like, do-do-do-do. Do we need to I'm actually gonna, pause? I've got the headphones right here. Yeah. All right, cool. Should I plug this into the mic? Do I? Should I plug this into the mic? No. No, I'm just going to Love and joy come to you, and to you your wassail too, and God bless you and send oh, you a happy new year. I hear you. What? Super well. Sweet. Better than I heard you before. Nice. Joe? Yosef? Okay. Yep. Wassail. You stopped talking right as I was like, I can hear you, and I was like, wait, oh shit. Oh, yeah. I think that... It's You're a, an asshole. And anyway, I think that just mm -hmm. buzz. Yeah. Wassle uh -huh. uh, uh, too. All that to say, I don't understand why we are doing this with a class feature that is supposed to be. I use my brain real good. Like we could do something mm. more interesting and more mechanically satisfying, and just better for the this wizard than giving it wizard rage. Mm -hmm. It's trash. It's trash in every way. I hate it and everything about it. It's garbage. It needs to go away. If they publish this, I will cry. That's <laughs> that hoe over there form. <laughs> How long were you Since sitting on that? Since the beginning. Tenth level. Mental discipline. Your mind's power expands to greater heights. When you gain this feature, choose one of the following spells. Dominate person, scrying, or telekinesis. Okay, okay, you've got me so far. You can add the spell to your spell book, and you can cast it without components. Okay. You can ca You can also cast the chosen spell once without expending a spell slot. After you do so, you regain the ability to cast the spell without a slot when you finish a long rest. So it's a it's like the signature spell thing that we have later for the wizard. Yeah, we get one free one, and then no, like that's yeah, it's kind of like signature spell with one of these. So that's just. That's it. That's mental discipline. You know what would have been awesome? What? Had it done what they did with the cantrip at the beginning. Correct. And modified those slightly. Correct. The only thing that they, yeah. the only thing that they added lazy. to it was being able to cast it like without, without the components. The components but, but again, th that's only really useful for dominate person. Yeah. And maybe telekinesis because you can make something float yeah. and no one know it, I guess. But like 
scrying. Like, I guess I just see it in my brain rather than having to look in my orb or whatever, I guess. Your J.O. Crystal. Say it right. My J.O. Crystal. Man, I I don't know. I, I just I, I just yeah. don't care. Like I just don't care. It's like what Andrew was saying was with you can you're already a wizard. You can already cast things. When are you gonna run out of spell slots that this makes any kind of difference? Yeah. It's boring. It would have been to me. much more interesting. Also, why would you take anything other than dominate person? Correct. It would have <laughs> been much more interesting and a better class feature if we had removed being able to cast it without expending a spell slot. Get rid of that. Get rid of that part. We keep mm -hmm. casting it casting without it with your the, your thought form. My my that hoe over there form. But no, you, you get rid of that part. You still gotta spend a spell slot, but you get a modification like the cantrips, like Andrew said. That would make it more interesting because that also gives it more of that like skill tree vibe because it's like yeah and again this is one of those where it's like uh, i guess i guess with this one in particular you couldn't really do the the long rest thing without just giving all three of these spells in the spell book mm -hmm. um i mean i guess you could modify it to like if you right. have one of these spells in your spell book already then you can like choose to use it in this way or whatever but mm -hmm. like let the spell do something different. Make it like an invocation. We've had this conversation so many times of how all classes should basically have invocations. Let me pick the stuff I want to do. Warlock is the most satisfying level up system. You get to really create your character yeah. along the way. They're all different. I, I just can't believe that they decided to write a whole subclass without writing anything yeah. for the subclass. They, they literally have done no writing beyond the first cantrip thing where there's like alternate like they have not very invented based. anything yeah. yeah yeah and then um empowered psionics when you deal psychic or force damage and oh, sorry <clears throat> empowered psionics 10th level feature also in also <laughs> level 10 <laughs> when you deal psychic or force damage with a wizard spell you can add your intelligence modifier to the damage against one of the spell's targets okay it's it's uh it's it's, a, well, it's, it's more damage. cool it's more damage wizard. yeah not invocation yeah invocation yeah. Yeah, evocation yeah. wizard. It's agonizing blast. Agonizing it's a thing blast. That we already know. Um, but it makes sense. Like, I mean, like it makes sense. That one and, and then it's not the only one for that level. It's like okay, yeah. that one. But it also makes sense. Yeah, because it's, it's a little like, ribbon. It's like how uh, if you ever write a cleric subclass, you have to either empower the oh the melee attack to the cantrips. Yeah, you have to do one of those at like what level fourteen or whatever it is. Uh, I think it's it's eight and then again right. at fourteen or else it falls behind. Like, yeah, and the fact that it's not the only 10th level thing is like, okay, fine. It's just that the other part should be better. Fuck off with this nonsense. <laughs> 14th level. That hoe over there travel. Oh, While using your thought Thoughts form. travel, everyone. <laughs> in case you didn't get the joke that's happening. While using your thought form, you have a flying speed equal to your walking speed and can I'm hover. always in my thought form. other creatures. <laughs> Uh, J.O. Crystal. <laughs> I would feel like those things are mutually exclusive, having a J.O. Crystal in your thought form. You, you don't need one if you have the other. <laughs> I don't know. Is that the secret to psionics, though? Uh, that's that's what they've. That's how they. That's how they big brain. Uh, like, if you have your J.O. Crystal, you can Megamind. cast friends oh zone. God. This is just Will Ferrell Megamind, the oh class. Oh my god. Oh my god. The uh, anyway, um, sorry, Jenna. 
and you can move through other creatures and objects as if they were difficult terrain. Uh, as per as per usual, as per usual, you take one d10 force damage if you end your turn inside an object, like any other time we do this, because mm -hmm. we do this a lot. If you return to your normal form while inside an object, you're shunted to the nearest unoccupied yep. space, and you take one d10 force damage for every five feet traveled. So the usual, I am I am gas. I walk through walls or whatever. There's a consequence. Yada yada. This is yeah, 14th level is is the level that we have decided on the whole. It's like oh yeah, you could just fly for free now. We're expanding upon the thing. We're expanding upon the pile of shit with more shit. Because that'll eventually make it better, right? We just throw more shit at it. It's just wild to me that the, at 7th level or whatever the fuck it is, okay, I have figured out how to transmogrify myself into a being of pure thought, something that doesn't exist. That I, I, some, just making well, something we'll up out of whole cloth, and then it takes another 7 levels to be able to fly as though that was the difficult part of becoming a being of pure thought. Cause you also, you know, have flight. I, you've had flight. The, the spell fly that <laughs> yeah. you've had, the one that you've had yeah. for a while now. I guess you don't have to concentrate on it, but like, geez. But I'm already, I mean, I was gonna say a gaseous, but I'm not gaseous, I'm pure thought. I'm pure thought, but I can't. Yeah. I'm already like, pure thought. You're raging, you're already raging. And casting spells. Can we also talk about the fact that thought travel is your subclass capstone? It's the capstone! Like, this is... It. This is, for this subclass, all you're ever going to get. Everything else past this point... Is just wizard. Is, is just wizard. It's just wizard. How does this make you different from a wizard? It doesn't, and it's almost like psionics, as it is currently envisioned, envisaged, doesn't does not deserve to exist based on what can we've I, written here. Can I can I throw? But we, but can we I throw wrote an idea? other things. We had a whole like thirty pages or whatever it was of stuff that we actually wrote. That yes, because it was all one class, it was a hot mess and it was ridiculous and I, di I did play with it in a game that Andrew ran and it was stupid and I obviously I was tr I enjoyed myself but I was also enjoying <laughs> believe, calling Andrew with I it. I believe the words <laughs> that you used were I don't think it's that overpowered. <laughs> <laughs> but like if you well, the, the uh, thing I, I changed my I changed the uh, the element of my weapon attack uh, every attack. Don't don't worry about it. Just whatever it's what, what's the creature weak against I, I use that. But there were things in there. On the whole, it was having access to all of these things and being able to switch between all of them all the time that was like, this is absolutely wild and ridiculous. But there were things that were in right. there. It had a as point. individual things that you could use in like, if you only are able to have access to this chunk of it, right. there is good stuff to be able to do with it. We kept the one that didn't have any of that stuff. It just had the knives. Yeah, we kept the one with so, just the knives, but there's other ones that were like had more elemental stuff, or it was I, this, that, or the other. But we didn't keep any of that. Instead, we just gave them flight as a capstone. Can I? May I? May I? Uh, please, please step sir. back into the arena real so, quick. Hop, hop back in. I'll pull up the arena of kobolds. Hop on in. Cool. Speak for infinite, me, Spaniard. Spaniard. Infinite kobolds. Uh, that's a gladiator reference, by the way. <laughs> How many kobolds um, can you take in a fight? Uh, all of them. Um, in my thought form. So. <laughs> my seduce all my of the kobolds. Uh, infinite. Seduce all kobolds. Um, so I, I'm going to pose a hypothetical. Well, not hypothetical. Just a real question to y'all. Real fast, okay? Yeah? By all means. 
So if I was going to describe this, I want to tell you, I want you to tell me what class this sounds like I'm describing. Okay. Guys, here's my pitch for this class I've just written. Lay it out. Okay. Yeah. It, right? Cool. Okay. It's uh, psionics. Okay? Okay, great. So it's like all a right. caster. Okay. Right? It's, here's what it's going to be, right? It's going to all be about like mental magic, something yes. that like a, a gift that you've been given, the capability of mental magic, right? Oh, dope. Like 11. Yeah, yeah, okay. sure. Or oh, like shit, Professor cool. X, right? All right. Oh, that's cool yeah. as hell. Okay. Yeah, cool. Okay. Um, so also, it's going to be a lot about like changing how magic works and like shifting spells that already exist or, okay. or, okay. or so, manipulating. Okay. And uh, a big part of the subclass is going to be about a transformation. Okay. okay. What class do you think that would be about? A transformation. Hmm. Yeah. Probably a sorcerer because all their fucking level 18 capstones are transforming transforming into Mm. another form using magic that you've learned, not learned, but were given or just good at. Innate, Uh, yeah. And and changing the function and or shaping of spells. Seems like a sorcerer to me. Yeah, wait, so Seems like a sorcerer. Wait, you trying to tell me it's not a sorcerer? No, it's a fucking wizard because I'm an idiot. But we already have seven wizards. (laughs) We already, wait, I think we have nine wizards. Hello, friends. Jonah here to say thank you for listening to this episode of Talk and Shop. Thanks for coming along for the ride as we continue to descend into madness. If you're a fan of the Quest Company, please do us a favor and go to our page on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you listen to your podcast and leave us a rating and review. It's a huge help to us and we read every review that comes in. And if you really love what we do here at the Quest Company and you want to take the next step at supporting us, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber. For as little as $2 a month, you can help us with necessary expenses, help us continue to improve the quality of the show, and get access to exclusive content and other cool patron rewards. If you want to give us that support, you could do so at patreon.com slash questcompanypodcast. We also have a link to the Patreon on our website, questcompanypodcast.com. If you'd like to contact us, you could do so directly through the Connect page on our website, or by finding us on Twitter, Instagram, etc. at the Quest Company. You can also come hang out with us on Discord. If you need links to any of those things, go check out our website. It's all there. I'd like to thank Joe Lytus for editing this episode, along with the artist whose music is featured in it. Thank you to Doug Maxwell for Swing Bada Bing. Thanks to TabletopAudio.com for providing the ambient sounds. Additional sound design by Slappy. That's all for me, so let's get back to the chat as we ascend to full thought form and discuss Mind Magic's most arcane... Well, not arcane, I guess, because it's supposed to be psionics. I, I don't know. But thanks for listening to Talk and Shop here at the Quest Company. Can we talk about the fact it makes no sense for there to be any more wizard subclasses because literally the player's handbook There are 10 is wizards. All yeah. the schools of magic that which makes sense for a wizard. The only yeah. wizard that I don't think is represented is a witch. If you like, want to play a witch you should play a bard. If you want to play a witch you should play a, a wizard necromancer. But like what I'm saying is like where's there a wizard that like 
leans into and it's because they don't have really a system set up for like creating potions and stuff right but right like, it's yeah. like the alchemist wizard right where is where is the magical item creating wizard it's artificer, not the artificer yeah. right because like, it's different from the about, artificer what i'm talking about is like where yeah. are the people in the world that are making all the magic items because they're there because the right. system for making magic items in D D is built in a way to discourage players from doing it which sucks. right Right, it's why like one of my favorite homebrew feats that I have on my D and D Beyond is for like your intelligence has to be thirteen or higher, but it's like the time it takes people to like smith like mm. a suit of armor, right? Maybe like three weeks, right? You can create items of certain values magically with if you have like a spell that you can cast into that item daily. Yeah, so you're right. imbuing you're imbuing an item with that spell. Like that's Basically, fucking cool, creating, but it... creating a system for creating magic items. But yeah, you you we we've all run into this uh, as as DMs or or you know if we were like homebrewing or thinking about what we would want as a player, it takes effort and it takes creativity to write mechanics. It takes yeah. a lot of effort to write a mechanic that isn't just an I win button and that isn't just underwhelming and or isn't just lame as shit like turning into like a thought orb with your Jo crystal in the center. Right? It takes a lot of care. And it takes a lot of of being able to go back and edit it and think about yeah. its its role in a larger context. None of these things have reimagined any of the classes that they are a well a part of. The, the only thing that has come close to it to providing like story or providing like uh, the the things that makes D and D great, uh, the idea that this is a character archetype or whatever is the invisible blades right every other thing is a reskin or a rehash of other existing abilities i think the fighter in this does Mm -hmm. a good job of being original oh yeah like like Like, the bulwark thing like like most all those skills that they get are are new now do i argue that fundamentally they don't really help you as a fighter Yes, I, the releva- the revelation that you could play an archer and benefit from this stuff was very useful to me. Like mm-hmm. the fact that I could constantly be pushing away something twenty five feet with a bonus action mm. to keep out of melee with things. Yeah, yeah. right. Like I don't think the person who even created the class was like thinking of that. This would be good for an archer, right? <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like because mm-hmm. it, it feels like sword boy, but like. That may just be me putting that on it, but like, at least it felt original and like, like I don't know, like Mm -hmm. it felt like it fit also a fighter because like, I know we're trying to give spells to barbarians, but like, in old school D and D, if you played a barbarian, it meant you were illiterate. Like, right? That was literally a drawback to picking that class. Was like, I can't read. I can't read. Right. Mm -hmm. So as much as like people are like, let's put innate spell casting on the barbarian, right? Like, you just can. It never sits right with me, because it's it's my pet peeve when it comes to unearthed arcana is like, and they don't always have to do it, but I'm just like, stay in your lane when it comes yeah. to like classes. It's cool if you want to augment the lane. So like, mm-hmm. we make a ranger that can tank. But don't let it be a ranger that can tank and also be a ranger, right? right? If right. you're gonna make if you're gonna make a wizard that can be the face, 
then don't make it as good at wizarding as all the other wizards. If I'm going to make a barbarian that can cast spells, if we get sat in a, a, a pit fight against an, a barbarian that is a totem bear... It's going to lose. It better not be as strong martially. Yeah. Mm. I, like, it just like... Or else you're creating... Mm -hmm. You're down. You're 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 making other classes useless. It has. There's a creativity to creating constructive limitations. It, it the idea that limitations are just as necessary to abilities for classes to make them interesting mm. is something that I think the unearthed arcana usually misses the mark of. The idea that it is not interesting to flatten out a class and make it all things to all people. That's the opposite of the point of having a class system at all. Mm -hmm. The yeah. idea is that these things are supposed to have distinct and sometimes uh, uh, going against each other roles. And sometimes they mesh very well and sometimes they overlap in a way, but that's just sort of the fun, messy nature of having all these different uh, classes. I agree with you. I like classes. Mm -hmm. I just want there to be like, uh, like it, it's part of my thing that like I don't necessarily love about like the tiny dungeon setup. Oh yeah. In in just like in mechanics, like I think it's an awesome system and super fun. But like the idea that anyone can be anything, right? Like yeah, I can take any feat. Yeah. Right. Because there's not those ability scores. I love the idea of like I I wish. 5e would be more skill tree based. Yeah, exactly. Like, like we talked about, right? Like leveling up by feats almost. Oh. In that, if I pick a barbarian, okay, here are my different paths that you can of yes. feats that I could yeah. go. And there, there are drawbacks to each. Like, I gotta be honest, I've gone back and forth. Like, this is kind of off subject, but I swear it has a point to this. Uh, with the frenzy barbarian and whether or not that mechanic is bullshit or not. Mm -hmm. uh, I go back and forth on it constantly of being like, is it worth getting a bonus action attack to be exhausted after the fight? Right. And while I don't think that they have the, the, uh, the correct punishment, right? Like, while I don't think the, the punishment fits what you're getting or it's not a good enough thing to deserve exhaustion right mm -hmm. i will say i think that it's super cool that there's something that comes with a cost yes and that, that's almost across the board nowhere in D D. is cost and yep. so it feels it feels unfair when it shows up and it's why it frenzy turns a lot of people off yeah. it's because mm. it's like well i don't want to get punished because my class feature and it's like well yeah but like what's a frenzy actually doing right like right. You're, mm -hmm. you're you're going above and beyond and that's something I think could have been really cool with psionics is like right like all the scenes where we watch Xavier do too much in the X Men and, and like exhausted. And, and he his can't nose do bleeds his nose yeah. bleeds and he passes 11. out yeah uh, 11, that's cool right like you had such an opening for like uh, uh like a lot of people talk about like because uh, I spend a lot of time when I look on D and D stuff on D and D Beyond I go through the homebrews a lot uh -huh. of like mm. looking through feats and subclasses and I will say a big a big problem I have with these specific is these feel like the people that write subclasses specifically for one person in their campaign and then mm -hmm. publish them to D&D &D Beyond. And it's like, well, okay, so picking the subclass, you also automatically gain a plus five in strength and like blah, 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 and here's this other bullshit and like you mm -hmm. can do this. And that's fine if that's your home game. 
But when it comes out for Unearthed Arcana, and it's like, you can do this, and you can do this, and here's how you augment your spells or whatever, and blah, 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 I, I sit here and I go, like, what really is the difference between this psionics wizard and a, a normal wizard? Where, like, one of the big things that D&D has yet to do and no one has gotten it right in subclasses. I tried to do it, and I can't get it right because I can't figure it out, is like a true blood mage, mm. right? Like somebody mm. that sacrifices hit points in order to go above and beyond with magic, yeah. right? right? Whether that's a wizard or a sorcerer, you can argue that to whatever, right? But like what you could have done something with that with psionics, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Where, where you really do dumb shit, it cost you something. Augmenting your spells hurts you. Mm. It, Yada yada. It may but not even just tasty. be hit points, but it does cool things. Like, what if we had a wizard that got exhaustion levels based on what it was doing with its magic, just like the Frenzy Barbarian? Yeah. Right? Exhaustion is a is a tool that never gets used in D and D, and it's actually a really cool system yeah. of like how it affects you. I think it doesn't get used because it's so brutal, but oh, I think yeah. it's brutal for a reason. Right. Right. right? Like. It- for this yeah. upcoming like Conan thing I want to do with you guys, like yeah. I, I would I would want to really hint, listeners Joe 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 I'm I'm I've been salivating for like three <laughs> days now. You have no idea. That's funny because I mentioned it yesterday. <laughs> that's not he had, um, he had premonition not saliva. You mentioned it Sunday. Um, or no, it's Monday. Today's Monday. You mentioned it. <laughs> you mentioned it Saturday. I'm all off. I'm all off. But I know that there's two days. We'll meet in the middle, but it's been um, two days. Precisely, though, right? Uh, that there. Oh, I've just completely lost. Oh, but that it's a cool uh, mechanic, and the the reason why it's cool is because it is specifically designed to say this is a drawback. This mm-hmm. will hurt you, and it's I, gonna do you know, shit. It's gonna be it's good. Gonna, mm-hmm. Like 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 that's how you make it in uh, how how you would make psionics to me. A, a different class from any other wizard class, right? Because no wizards, mm. other than other than the one evocation skill, that's like you can if you use it twice, it's gonna hurt. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You can just have maximum damage, right? If evo, if psionics was more about like shaping the battlefield and like expanding the radius of something at a mm. cost, oh, and like yeah. we. We thought about, like, we started going toward that lane because we've got a whole section that is psionic spells. These are spells that work well for a caster nice who is a psionic. segue, Jonah. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's, it, so it gives those things where oh, it's like, yeah. hey, these are spells that are good for that. But we then don't do anything to, like, make you better at them. Enhance your ability weird, with them. Such a weird section. Like, I was, I was really, when I read that, I was like, why even put that in here? Like, because you're not doing anything with it. Again, like that's me being like, hey, uh, evocation wizards, just use evocation spells. It's uh, but, irritating. But, they, but then not giving. But at least with the evocation wizard, you're giving them a, like a way to enhance their evocation spells or right. whatever. Yeah. You can do max damage with it. You can, you know, that your your save catchers are better. Whatever. But with these. The only things that you have that you like, can do well, these psionic spells page. better. Yeah, it's just suggestions. It's not any actual mechanics. Like, give yeah. me stuff like you gave me with the cantrips because the cantrips part is really good and I like it. Give do me more some of writing. that with the other things. Do some writing. That's, do some writing. Yeah. Uh, I'm, not, really... I'm not talking about four pages of jack-off crystals. I'm not talking about that. <laughs> I, I'm talking it's about so true, do though. some writing. 
I'm talking about something that's important and meaningfully affects the way that the class plays, not whether or not your crystal was an alien ball sack. I don't care. I have to say, though, I, 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 I have, will do that part. Leave that have, to me. I will write about the alien ball sack. I have. Yeah, I have. I have put out like as much as I argue against Unearthed Arcana, I put out like positives for the other two class classes like where i was like you know i can see who this is for yeah this wizard is just like it's it's bad i don't know it's balls i don't know who it's for when i read it like other than just the person that's like i want psionics and doesn't read what it does because i can do a psionics wizard with another wizard better it's the person who says i want psionics but yeah but doesn't know what psionics is it's like oh yeah like i it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, sense. everyone's like, free to do their own thing in D&D. And, like, it's also, like, it, your character can be as bad as it you want. If you want to play an orc wizard, do it. That's it. awesome. I've made, I've played an orc wizard before. But, like, I, I struggle with it when it comes to, like, mechanically to I can get more mileage out of playing the, the aberrant mind sorcerer. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Which is a good good unearthed arcana it has things about it that i'm not in love with but but like it's a good one next time we should do ones that we all like we should (laughs) i agree yeah we'll cherry pick one that we really like that's gonna be the next episode of talking shop is uh jonah ua that we really like but so like but then just just to finish up finish up that thing with like what is this what is it supposed to do if the if the whole reason for classes is that this type of character can do you know is good at these things yeah uh, this is its niche. This is what it fills. Then theoretically, subclasses should all be ways that we enhance that in unique or interesting ways. And well, this does not yeah. do that. Well, so no. like for wizards, especially every subclass of wizard is like, this is the magic I excel at, right? Like the original ones are like the schools of magic. Even the ones that they added are like specific, like, I, applications this is, this is what i get a plus plus in yeah everything else mm-hmm. i get a pluses in but this this is my shit this is what yeah. i know really well and this doesn't do that this nah. feels like something i'm innately good at like it feels like something a, a gift that i've been given i cannot state how much i feel like this is a sorcerer and not a wizard and because it is in a wizard's like mm. leveling up system it doesn't work Right, it's a like, it, it's a huge at, misstep. If at level eighteen you could become a thought form that was resistant to things and had all of those other things, I like. wouldn't look at it as a rage, right? Because you could mm. also, because it's level eighteen, be like, uh, immunity to grapple, immunity to like, uh, mm-hmm. being pinned down. You could uh, really make resistances it. to things other than force damage. Literally everything yeah. other than force damage, because you have sorcerer subclasses that have that at level 18. Correct. It's actually a pretty common thing for a sorcerer at 18 is to be like, here's all my resistances and I'm going to blast the shit out of everything. Yeah. Right? right. This would be okay as a sort like it, it feels like it's trying it's trying to fit in the level up system of the wizard and it's what's causing it to fail miserably. It's all because it's intelligence based. And it's bizarre cuz such a lack of thought. From. But like that it's such an easy fix. It's such an easy fix yeah. to just be like sorcerer level one, you switch it over to intelligence. It's yep. an intelligence-based yes. class. Yeah. Jonah, and what do you think about the spells as the the new spells written? Yes, you, and we don't we, we don't spells. have to dive into each one, but like the the general thrust of them. 
Yeah. All right. So let's. I have not uh, looked at any of these, by the way. Let's. Y'all. Let's all. Yeah. I. I don't want to. So uh, I'm gonna like, have. I've, I've gone through. I've gone through my subclass. So we. We can all get a hand on the ball here. My actions are literally going to be in the moment. <laughs> oh, good. Uh, I. I'll. Uh, once again, I will only do uh, my my very good wizard voice for the titles then, so that you can really just. Ego whip, fourth level. It's a fourth level enchantment. It takes one action, a range of 30 feet, verbal component, concentration up to one minute. Ego whip. You lash the mind of one creature you can see within range, filling it with despair. The target must succeed on an intelligent saving throw or suffer disadvantage on attack rolls, ability checks, and saving throws, and it can't cast spells. At the end of its turns, the target can make another intelligent saving throw. On a success, the spell ends on the target. Cool. Next. Yeah, cool, cool, nice. Yeah, fine. Um, eh. Yeah? It, it, it's it's unremarkable. Id insinuation, first level enchantment. Sorry, id insinuation. You it unleash insinuation. a torrent of conflicting desires in the mind of one creature you can see within range, impairing its ability to make decisions. Wisdom saving throw, damage, whatever. Next one, intellect fortress. Let's see. Yeah, I, yeah so I it's, just, like, it's, it's like, it's, uh, is it is a whole person? Is it the same as whole person? It's... It, it, that's paralyzed, no. I think. But oh, is it paralyzed? It, I'm yeah. I'm trying to remember it, the, the it, distinctions yeah. between paralyzed and capacitated. It is, it's, it's, it's on the same level as Bad News Bears with paralyzed, where it's like your barbarian would instantly crit every attack. Well, yeah. Well, because well, that's the thing. Well, that's interesting, though. But if it's, it's, it's if not, though, because that's a first level. level. It's not It's not that. Incapacitated oh, it's is. Not. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, um, what, that's what I was trying to figure out. Uh, I, because I, I was trying to figure it, out if it was better than hold person is what I was trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. If you got it earlier, but it was better. No, um, it's it's essentially, I think it misses its turn or, or something, but it, okay. it, it still has I like full. I will say, though, it also mm-hmm. looks like um, it's also similar to Witch Bolt. Yeah, where right. it's like, if you better hope that they, you know, the that either you hit or that they damage. don't. Yeah. All right, uh, Intellect Fortress. Intellect Fortress, fifth level, level abjuration. Level. Level, fifth level. Uh, you create, oh, it's concentration up to ten minutes. By the way. You create a faintly shimmering barrier of protective psychic power around you for the duration you have advantage on all saving throws. When another creature you can see within 30 feet of you fails a saving throw, you can use your reaction to allow them to re-roll the save. They must use the new roll. Interesting. It's interesting. It's just unoriginal, I think. Yeah, but it doesn't bother me going into a spell list. Yeah, for sure. There's some of these that I'm already bothered by, but like that one doesn't bother me going into what already exists in the spell yeah, world. Yeah, this, this makes sense that this is a spell that can exist. Sure. This makes sense. Mental barrier, second level abjuration, casting time, one reaction when which you take when you are forced to make an intelligence, a wisdom, or charisma saving throw. That's very specific. It's super very specific. specific. Uh, you protect your mind with a wall of looping repetitive thought. <laughs> looping! Uh, until the start of your next turn, you have advantage on intelligence, wisdom, and charisma saving throws, and you have resistance to psychic damage. So it's like a shield for saving throws. It's, it's you, you cast a second level spell to get advantage mm-hmm. on your, uh, in, you know, brain-based save. Yeah, don't get round. dominated. Are you guys sensing a, like a a like a theme here? Yeah, slightly like Kroger brand versions of spells that already exist. Kroger brand versions of spells that already exist that have a veneer of being interesting mind games. It has something to do with the mind. You protect your mind with a wall. 
Yeah, and but like all of the flavor, all of the thought is being put into stuff like you put your mind with you, you protect your mind with a wall of looping repetitive thought. What does that mean? You have advantage on saves. It means nothing, Joe. You know, it, it, it's 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 Kroger. It, it's literally just like you do better on this roll. You do better on this roll. Your friend can re-roll this roll. It's the cantrip mm-hmm. that's coming up next, Mind Sliver, which has been in well, it's been Go in ahead and read Beyond it. for a while. I actually really like it as a uh-huh. cantrip. Mind uh, Sliver. Yeah, it's you cool. Drive a disorienting spike of psychic energy into blah 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 whatever. Uh, the target must make an intelligence saving throw unless uh, the saving throw is successful. The target takes 1d6 psychic damage and the first time it makes a saving throw before the end of your next turn, it must roll a d4 and subtract that number rolled from the save. I like it because I can dig that. A, early on, it's yeah. a, a something that's going to promote teamwork, right? A, between two casters, yeah. right? Like, oh, yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to basically put a bane on your next saving throw the next caster mm. can come in and like hold person or the barbarian that's going to like try and grapple this person because we're supposed to take them alive not dead you know yeah. here's advantage on that saving throw yeah I, I think it's a really cool thing that's cool that you de- there's no cantrip that does something like that it does a job that's not being done already they also yes. changed it and I, and I like the change but what it was originally when it was on D&D Beyond was uh, it's a d6 and it was it gives it disadvantage against the next saving throw that you you have against it, like the next one you cause against it. Oh, the it? original one was disadvantage for a yours disadvantage rather than minus D4 yours. for anyone's. Correct. Which okay. I, right. I really like that it's like, instead of me being like- Everyone. Uh, the, You're setting the, yourself The problem up. cantrips of like, uh, where it's like, I'm gonna cast this to protect myself till next turn. You're like, well, I didn't really do any good. Right, right. what is what is it, right. sword? One. Oh, Blade Ward. Blade Ward, right? Like, it's really pointless. Ward. If you could cast it on other sense. people, then cool. It'd be more interesting. But like, we, we because can. it's just yourself, and it it basically just is. It, let me skip my my turn, right? That's all it is. Is skip my turn. Whereas like, Mind Sliver is like, let me cast this. It's not going to do a lot of damage, even at its highest level. It's only four d six, right? At seventeenth level, that's nothing. That's piss. But like. That disadvantage, or not disadvantage, but that D4 mm-hmm. is huge. That could be just yeah. enough to put you over the edge of them The monk missing gets that, that stun. Yeah. The, they, yeah. you know, like, whatever it is, but, like, uh, 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 one stun is a round in which the boss mm-hmm. isn't doing something and taking all attacks at advantage on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can be the person that, like, you're, you're creating a, a thing in this game where people can... Uh, get assists mm-hmm. right like it's like i'm passing the ball right. to jordan right rather than everybody trying to save yeah. that unless three. everybody's instead of everyone trying to be jordan right you can mm-hmm. assist and then maybe the next fight you are jordan or maybe that's the assist like that's jordan assisting you know someone else right like yeah, yeah it, it promotes fun gameplay and unity like, and team teamwork work. and team play which is really what a lot of groups that's why a lot of groups stop playing together. Anywho, sorry. Mind, Mind thrust. thrust. One bonus action. As a thought form. Second level enchantment. I do remember. Mind thrust my... your J.O. crystal. Now, mind thrust is definitely <laughs> a phrase from the last Unearthed Arcana because there were jokes aplenty when I used it uh, with my uh, George Costanza psionic. Uh, 
You propel a lance of psionic disruption into the mind of one creature you can see within range. The target must make an intelligent saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage, and it can use its action only to dash or disengage on its next turn. On a successful save, it takes half as much, doesn't limit its action options. So it's, like, fear light? <laughs> yeah. Or, uh, it, I mean, it whispers. It, Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's dissonant the, whispers level one where Yeah, level well, yeah, that's the thing. If we have dissonant whispers, why do we need mind thrust? It does more damage. And it puts barely though. And it propels a lance of <laughs> thought geo crystal into <laughs> that, something's mind. That that's my problem no, it's with the all same of this. Damage. Like it's in the, the next same one. If you cast dissonant whispers at second level, it would be oh, more. Oh, because you wouldn't be able to get dissonant whispers as a wizard. Right. Yeah, okay, fine. Psionic blast, you know, one action. It's a self 30 foot cone instantaneous cast. You unleash a destructive wave of mental power in a 30 foot cone. Each creature in the area must make a deck saving throw. This is third level evocation, by the way. On a failed save, a target takes 5d8 force damage, is pushed 20 feet directly away from you, and is knocked prone. Okay, I, I think it's interesting. And it's, it's you know, but here's all let me tell you exactly what they're doing, right? They are taking existing spells, they are changing the flavor of damage. They are either upping the damage and removing a like a, a side effect, or they are lowering the damage and adding can a side I, effect. It, can it I make is, this spell? They are cutting and pasting. Please, mm -hmm. ready. It, it takes yeah. one one word shift: dexterity saving throw to intelligence saving throw. Because there's almost no area effect spells that are intelligence that saves. are like intelligent saves. Yeah. So you're you're suddenly creating like a different type of enemy class that you're going to use this for, as opposed to like a fireball. The well, other third level AOE like, spell. Uh, what's what's the what's the cone of cold? Cone of cold. Uh, what's the what's the fire one? Burning hands. Yeah, burning hands. Right. Like, let me just use first mm -hmm. level spell. It's not gonna do as much damage at all, but like, you know, it's gonna hit the same area. It's still AOE. Not, it's still dex save. It's half. But like, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it, because it's a dex save, it just feels right. like all that other stuff. Whereas, all like, the other AOE save, stuff. It's still gonna feel the same, mm -hmm. but like, at least it functions differently. Yeah. At a core mm -hmm. level, anywho, sorry. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because, yeah, it's just like, it's third level. So it's like, I'm going to pick this instead of fireball because I'm a psionic. Yeah. Uh, psychic yeah. crush, sixth level enchantment. You overload the mind of one creature you can see within range, filling its psyche with discordant emotions. The target <laughs> must make an intelligent saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 12d6 psychic damage and is stunned for one minute. On a successful save, the target takes half as much damage and isn't stunned. The stunned target can make an intelligence saving throw at the end of each of its turns. Successful save, spell ends. Like, how much can you say about this well, stuff, Well, here's right? my thing with this like, guy. Like, how much can you really... The stunned for a minute is not something I feel like is any other spell. I'm trying, like, I'm mm -hmm. trying to think of, like, another spell that would be, like, stunned for a minute. This is creepingly similar mm -hmm. to the uh, capstone ability of the soul knife. Yeah, intelligence uh, save for sure. mind well, for sure. or whatever. I'm just trying to think like on a spell 12D6. level. I don't know another spell that does it. I'm not saying that that's a like a reason why it should be yeah. a spell. I'm just like, I can't think of anything else that does yeah. that specifically. I am, but I also agree right. with you, Joe. I, I look at that and I go, "Cool, I'm gonna take teleport." <laughs> right like i'm gonna learn almost anything else uh thought shield also known as um 
that uh, hole over there, shield. That joke. Second level <laughs> abjuration. You create a clouding veil over the mind of... Oh, by the way, it lasts for eight hours. Over the mind of one creature you yeah. touch for the duration. The, treat, uh, the, 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 the target's mind can't be read or detected. Creatures can't telepathically communicate with the target unless the target allows it. And the target has advantage on saving throws against any effect that would determine whether it is telling the truth. Anti-zone of truth. Interesting. I'm down for it. Interesting. You know, I like the eight-hour spells. Uh... I, I, I like the, the sort of, because it, it raises those questions that the DM, you know, can can start using and then therefore be foiled by the, the players. It's, yeah, it's cool. Like see. it's, it, but it, also it, like, it, it engenders. It just depends on like campaign, right? If you're running, if you're running for a sure. heavily. If you're like, running an intrigue campaign. An intrigue campaign, Fuck. right? Like yeah. being able to like yeah. make the face of your party not be able to like be seen as a liar. Oh, <laughs> huge. Yeah. It's 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 like, pretty especially cool, for level right? two and for it, eight hours, right? You can cast this on multiple people. It's not concentration. Yeah, yeah. I like that it's not yeah, yeah, just yeah. a dice spell. Yeah, I like that it's there it's are, a flavor right. spell and flavor it's spells. new and interesting. There's enough damage spells out there. Mm -hmm. y you have to at this point create interesting damage spells if you're gonna do it. Yeah, yeah. This is exactly my issue with every other spell except for this one. With this, in that this is what. It is to me to be able to mess with people's yeah. minds. Yeah. Right? It's not doing damage. It's not knocking them down. It's not giving them disadvantage or whatever. It's can I determine whether or not this guy can see color anymore? Can this guy I mean like can I can I do something that actually messes with this person's brain and affects the way that the game runs other than whether or not a bandit dies which we know that the bandit's going to fucking die. Can I do something like Gaius or these other Where you know campaign fundamentally modifying yeah. yeah. Is there anything like <sighs> you drive a disorienting spike of psychic en energy into the mind of one creature you can see within range. You propel a lance of psionic disruption into the mind of one creature you see within range. You unleash a torrent of conflicting desires in the mind of one creature you can see within range. What the fuck does this change about anything in the world or the character or the, the, the target in the next round of combat? Because I'm willing to bet you 99% of the time, the bandit is going to reload and its shoot. crossbow and shoot you <laughs> anyway. And yeah. even though it has conflicting desires in the mind of one creature you can see with, I, fuck you. Give me like, I want to make somebody obsessed with closing doors. Yeah. I want to make somebody obsessed with like, though? they have to try to count as many, like if you spill rice on the ground, they have to count you it like an, a vampire. So Give you me want that an OCD shit. spell? <laughs> I, I literally want stuff that affects yeah. people's minds and doesn't do a D12 so can I damage. Say this, though? They already have yeah. that stuff. That's why all these spells are like this. They already have a command. What? They already have modify memory. They already have, like, they have spells. Now, I'm not saying you can't get more interesting with spells and do what you're talking about where it's exactly. like, you can't see I color. I want more of those. You can't do this. I totally agree. Those are my favorite spells as a wizard. Like, modify memory to me is like, so yeah. disturbing thought as a DM that players can get that. It's, it's like, it's oh terrifying. my god, that's world breaking, right? It's to me, it's more world breaking than wish because most of the time, if a player gets wish, they're like, 
I gotta be careful with this because it says in black yeah. and white like the DM's coming for you if you get crazy. But I'd modify like, memory, you'd use mm-hmm. that willy nilly. Modify memory, you can make someone think that they've been a good guy the whole life. You you can repair someone's childhood trauma and make them a paladin. Like you uh, reverse, <laughs> yeah. right? Like you do modify yeah. memory and then ceremony and ta da. But like I love what you're order. talking about with like an OCD spell that's like. Like, like, but like, that's where I'm like, can you not make this a sorcerer class and let them affect their spells in different ways? Like, can you make command more than one word, right? Ooh, so that it's yes. like two words for command. Well, no, just like, like yes. can you make it a sentence? Keep opening and closing the door, right? So all that person can do yeah. is just open and close a door. Is open and close the door. For the rest of their foreseeable life until the spell ends. That's all can I you, want. Like sorcerers from can this already flavor. modify the duration of a spell. Mm-hmm. So like modifying the duration of like a command spell, where it's like you have to lay on the ground and do nothing, but you have to do it for like eight hours while we go get the right. police. Like, like yeah. that's what psionics to me yeah. is like about. And you can add stuff like forced pull and forced push and like there's certainly room being able to like mm-hmm. a, a different form of fly or levitate which i would argue is already everything you need yeah. you don't there's not really any way to modify it's already it, there like, i 100% agree with you joe the the spells that i sit here and go like yeah i dig it are the spells that are similar to that like the only one real spell that i'm about here is mind sliver because it's a cantrip and it does something that cantrips don't do and it affects mm-hmm. the mind in the sense that you're creating a a, a, a weakness to be exploited. Yeah. I, I'm I'm glad that Mind Sliver it like exists as a cantrip because it, it does completely like create a new you know need. Yeah. It, it fills a need you didn't know you had from yeah. a cantrip. I'm gonna say I think you could even make it a D4 of damage, and it would still be like and it would oh, yeah. still be a worthy thing to take because, because I would use it's, it. It's 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 the. It's the setup for the goal. It's the assist, right? Like, and if you have two spellcasters that can both use it, Ooh. oh, and and some tanks, oh, and like a oh, battle awesome. master, right? Well, like if I can later. set up the battle masters to succeed on his trip attack, disgusting. Oh, I'm gonna do that every time because it's awesome. It. I definitely don't mean to like dog like whoever's been writing these because you know I love D and D. I love like right. wizards no, and what they do. I agree doing with you completely. They, like, they do great work when i look at uh uh any of the apocalypse system games the amount of things that uh, the the creativity that comes from the players and from the dms from simple words like you know what here is dangerous to me and it's like well now that you ask that i can i can use this as as an opportunity and it's not just 3d6 of damage or or i want to move somebody where i want them right the, the just number crunching of like I want to roll the most dice and I want my number to be the biggest. And like, I have a need to say uh, that I rolled a 32 to hit when I already know it's gonna hit. Mm-hmm. I love the idea that these things are dedicate are, are controlled by chance, that there is a dice component to whether or not this spell goes off. Believe me, I'm not saying I don't want, you know, numbers. I don't want math. It, I'm right. not saying that at I all. I like to roll a lot all of dice. I want Right. Yeah. I, I enjoy yeah. this. All I want, all I want is to be able to roll dice and do something other than two d twelve psychic damage, and then they have a wisdom saving throw at disadvantage or, or whatever else this is. You, you know what I mean? 
I, I noticed in the first spell, and I just need to like say it out loud because it really bothered me. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Right? You lash ego whipped everyone. Uh, you, you lash mm -hmm. a mi the mind of one creature you can see within range, filling it with despair. The target must succeed an intelligence saving throw okay. or suffer disadvantage on attack rolls, ability checks, and saving throws, and it can't cast spells. Okay. Based on that language, who the hell do you want to cast this on? Really the most, right? You want to cast it on the wizard because yes. you want to nullify Right, because then they're used spells. And you, that way you kill the wizard. But it's an intelligence save. So it's high. So it's, right. it's, it's a spell that is deceptively bad. Like, it, it, like it, mm. it, the, the thing, thing it tries to do, to do is only useful. Yeah. Like, yeah. But is it, like, do you think that it's in... I don't know if this might be putting a lot of faith in it, but that it's intended to be like either do it, like cast it on the barbarian and like they're very, very likely going to do it. They won't be able to attack whatever. Uh, and then like you can do that and that's easy. Or you can do it the hard way and try, and try to and and get a wizard. Like, like that. that's like, the question is, is it intended to be like that where it's like you can do it the easy way or you can do it the really high risk, high reward way. I think it's fine if it's the high risk, high reward way other than the fact that it's a fourth level spell. And, and and constant like like there, there's so much to it that I I sit there and I read that and I'm like I Andrew would never pick that spell because I would rather just have mm. counter spell in my back pocket. Yeah, I I'm a big fan of cost, mm -hmm. but not stupid cost. Mm -hmm. Right, like if if I have a spell right. that's gonna work at its best ten percent of the time. When it works those 10%, though, it's awesome. Yeah. But it's only going to work 10% of the mm -hmm. time. Yeah, I'm going to trade that it. shit out. I'm going to trade that shit out for something that's going to use, that's going to have more utility, that's going to allow me to do more and help more. Yeah. That, totally. That's something I feel like was across the board with a lot of the spells is, like, undermining themselves. Mm. Mm. With, like, it's like what I was talking about mm. with the dexterity save, right? Like, just make an intelligence save because that's actually... What it should be using. What, what, it's a, a, what it should be using, and B, like, it makes it more interesting. Yeah. Right? If you're better, yeah. if you can be a wizard that's good at shutting down wizards, that's that's a cool that's idea. Dope. That's right? a dope like, idea. Like, abjuration, cool idea. An, an anti-magic wizard kind of fits that bill. They, like, it exists that way. Mm. But, like, if you had that spell that worked on like, I don't know, like let's say wisdom save or charisma save, right? Mm -hmm. And you give that to an anti-magic wizard. Like ego whip to like, if it yeah. cued off of a charisma or wisdom, yeah. oh, it would like, that would bump up your rate of success trying to use that right. on another wizard. But it's like, it's so a very interesting, it's a very interesting class when it's like, you can add your proficiency to dispel and counter. And it's mm. like, that's awesome, but I wish there was more. Right, right more to it what do you guys think about the feats fuck off i am a barbarian yeah and i can talk i'm to a barbarian with, with my brains i speak good inside your head it is me crumb <laughs> crumb crumb laughs at your four winds y'all i could quote that movie from beginning to end i love conan if not uh, the hell with you I love that film. Oh, my anyway. God. Sorry. I honestly, I'm surprised that I don't hate these. Uh, it, it, honestly, if, if it's not elvish accuracy, <laughs> I find it difficult to hate feats. Can I say one thing? 
there there's one thing that fixes them completely for me. They all need a intelligence prerequisite, which I think more feats need prerequisites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That these need it. That these need one. Yeah, like it yeah. should be a level thirteen intelligence prerequisite, right? Mm. Or charisma. Yeah. Like you can let it be charisma as well, so we can sure. get the sorcerers and warlocks and all all the all other people in there, right? But as long like, as you've got some sort of like stat requirement. At the end of the day, I don't buy that the the barbarian with an eight in intelligence should be able to telekinetic telepathy. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I, I just don't like. You, you, uh, uh. Or or gets telekinesis and is like, let me just you know have, let me control things with my mind. Like Crom, I just Crom moves the cup with his mind. Move it with your muscles, Crom. No, but Crom wants to use the mind. Your mind is not a strong muscle, Crom. Crom will do it. Or you or, know what? You've just sold me did. on it. <laughs> or do what they did with um, aberrant dragon mark in uh, guide to Eberron, right? <laughs> It was it was a feat that allowed you to cast a level one spell, right? And you could cast that level one spell once per day. You could also cast it at a higher level, one level higher. But when you did that, you took one hit dice of damage to yourself. Ooh. Right? Right? I love Aberrant Dragon Mark. I think they should have done way more with it than they did because it was only that one feat and all the other Dragon Marks got greater Dragon Marks. I could roll on yeah, about they that crap. Yeah, I didn't understand why they it didn't It was super cool and it was a cool idea and it was a cool idea for making a cool. character, right? You could do the same thing with more prerequisites and feats, right? If there was a prerequisite that was like prerequisite 13 intelligence or this penalty can occur if you don't roll high enough, right? Like mm. I'm trying to talk to you with my mind and I either stun myself or I talk to the wrong person mm-hmm. at the DM's discretion, right? Yeah. Like, you could do such more interesting things. And I guess that's uh, an idea for, like, to remember the idea that, like, this game is moving and flowing. And, like, just because, like, if if you set all these down with me as a DM, I would tell my players, like, yeah, you can do this, blah, 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 based on this, right? I would solve the problems of it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm just like, there should be prerequisites. Just like I think there should be prerequisites for, like, a lot of the martial abilities, right? Like, I, I don't agree. buy that yeah. a wizard learns charger. <laughs> Granted, you're not. <laughs> but I run very fast. That's fair. <laughs> you, could argue, you could argue it. You could totally argue it to me by being, like, I cast uh, like freedom of movement and <laughs> and what what's the one that lets you run faster? Uh, expeditious expeditious, expeditious retreat, retreat, right? Like you're oh like just become the flash. I and, do like, an expeditious toward. Like, I'm just I'm imagining a disc world wizard, which are basically <laughs> orbs. They're basically globes, like on skinny legs, just <laughs> they're they're hard, and, like they're, under momentum. They're, they're thought. They're thought. <laughs> Their thought forms? No, they all crystals? have J.O. crystals because uh, they're it, yeah. It's an entire pathos with those guys. Um, the session was great, y'all. God. My J.O. crystals fully charged. Um, oh Jesus! Uh, I'm telling you, read that Craigslist article. It's amazing. Oh my God. Um, well, that's that's me done for that. I don't have any more venom to spit. Does anybody else have anything to say? I'm I'm full of venom. I'm full of venom about this wizard. The other two are forgivable to me. Right, right? Like, I agree. I can forgive the rogue and its shortcomings in late game because I know who it's made for. I can mm. forgive the fighter class 
and its shortcomings mm-hmm. because, like, honestly, it does some new interesting things that we haven't seen before. And I know who it's for, right? Like, I, I Andrew, want to see more classes that are built to support because right now yeah. only the cleric is really a support class and the bard. Yeah. Even though most people don't play the bard as a support class. Oh, oh no, I want to right. play a bard at some point. I do too. I think they're super cool. I think there needs to be more support classes because it fosters teamwork, which is really how you create a successful campaign, like mm. campaign. Like people sit mm. down and want to play this game because they're having fun working together. They don't want to sit down and watch Jeff roll high numbers. Yeah, it's it's it, it kills the momentum. Like it kills. I'm, the flow. I'm not saying that rolling high numbers is bad, but it's so much better when Jeff got to roll high numbers because Susan helped him. Mm-hmm. Because then they both share in that. Yeah, it's the and shared experience, which is why you play D and D. And their characters share in that, and their story, right? Their characters mm. grow because they work together. It's not just like, wow, Conan's really good at killing people. Yeah. I'm just hip hip, his best friend over here, just <laughs> sitting down watching, watching, yeah. right? Like, uh, so I think I think what the fighter Makes class me. does is cool because it at least. At least, even though it's not like necessarily the best or like well thought out, at least it's like creating teamwork or ways to help or ways to like support your team. The yeah. wizard is unforgivable, in my opinion. I have so much venom for it. There's like so many other options that I would have been so happy to see them try. Like again, I'll say it till the like until they change it. It should have been a sorcerer. It mm-hmm. should be a sorcerer. They should change it to sorcerer. You can still make it intelligence based. Very easy. Just hexblade it. Yeah. This is all you got to do is just be like, yeah, and your stuff is now intelligence based. Ta da. Done. Mm-hmm. Done. It's it's pretty hilarious, honestly. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's, and most of it's these spells, a... most of these spells will live in this limbo, and they won't ever see the light of day. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one that I think is the best, I think, is already pretty much accepted. Which is mm-hmm. the mind sliver? Mind sliver, and again, because I think it fosters teamwork. I I think anything on Unearthed Arcana is fine if you're running a solo campaign or a campaign with two people. Right. I think right. it's fine because you need to have the ability to do more. Someone play a gosh dang cavalier. They're such a cool class, and no one ever talks oh, about them. I've always wanted to. <laughs> There's such campaigns. a cool subclass about like locking down enemies and keeping them away from everyone else and being a knight. Like so cool. Like no. yeah. The the only one that I've ever seen is Dakota. Dakota's yeah. files. But like there's yeah. so many there's so there's 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 good published subclasses, and all it takes is a little bit of imagination to make them what you want, right? Like mm-hmm. I can be an abjuration wizard and be psionic based. Yeah, you can and be a divination I just say, wizard and be all psionic. my spells are yeah. I could be oh my yeah. gosh, divination. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's all mine stuff. Mm-hmm. My third eye is open. Oh I see uh, like my big chakras brain. are so aligned. They I've literally, been drinking kombucha. That's the capstone. Like, insert that's big the brain capstone here. 
of divination wizard is like his galaxy brain is my third eye opens <laughs> it's 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 the lady doing math equations around her head and then you like, know just like the secrets of the universe you can, unfurl you can flavor this stuff like i still argue that i don't know that the samurai was a needed subclass because you could have made the battle master a samurai yeah. right you all you have to do is just go can i use a long sword that looks like a katana and your dm goes yeah, yeah sure that's flavor and you go mm. cool I have a katana. And now I'm a samurai. <laughs> right, like, subclasses to me should fill a niche that isn't there. That That's what they're trying to do, is there a specification on the class. And if it doesn't do that, then it, it's make its stuff a feat. Mm. If, if, you can't, if you can't come up with a whole subclass for a psionic wizard, cool. Make, make a feat about changing the cantrips. Make make a make a, a soul dagger feat. Now, would I do that? No, because it's OP. But like, you could make one that's not. Also, I said soul dagger and realized how close it was to soul, soul caliber. So <laughs> two souls enter and one soul leaves. Well, we're rolling up on three hours, Jen. Yeah, no, I'm uh, sorry. I'm we gonna... could, I could talk no, for hours about this trash. This big brain boy has spoken his piece. Good. Yeah, I, I, I co-sign uh, you, you, Andrew, with, with that uh, pretty comprehensive takedown of exactly all the missteps that this has gone through. I mean, like, the wizard is just kind of incomprehensible how little writing went into that and all of the right like nine, like 50 percent of the words are just psionicist or psionics it's, it's, or mental 50 percent of the word count is the fucking what is your psionic focus jackoff crystal uh it's how do you how do you do that if you it, fans if you really want to play the psionics wizard g- go, for, go it. for it like yeah, rock don't on. let me dissuade you but like it's stupid I'm just gonna say it. It's dumb. I hate it. Next time we're all coming in with subclasses that are UA that we really like. Done. Dibs on Fighter Brute because it's what I will predominantly want to play in Joe's thing. That makes sense to me. With like a taste, a tasty taste of Barbarian, but like, ooh, maybe I'll try to figure mm. out something that I would want to play in that. The Conan. Yeah, Yeah, we could just talk about it off air for like a hot second if we want. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Like I, I'm definitely gonna try to literally salivating. Ooh, we're gonna turn off the mics and talk about another thing we're going to do. (laughs) Like Joe, Joe, I need you to know. Mm -hmm. I, I think I've made it clear when you were like, "Hey, I'm reading this," and I was like, "Have you read this? Have you read this? Have you read this?" Right, like. I grew up That's with Conan. I mm-hmm. love it. It like how some people think of like Lord of the Rings when they think fantasy. Like mm. my brain goes to Conan first and then like mm. goes to other fantasies like from video games and stuff, but like Conan the Barbarian was like OG fantasy's the coolest thing ever for me. That like just brutal that was your... low magic, just like people getting crucified like like right and left like i don't know like that's just like because that's what fucking humans do <laughs> right it, it, it seems like so a very good. gritty also that he wrote with hp lovecraft and friends oh really damn yeah yeah him and him and hp lovecraft were friends and wrote for like like fallout makes fun of the magazine but like astoundingly awesome tales is based off of it mm. but like it was like one oh. of those magazines at the time and so like a lot of the old conan stories are like just like short stories, like little like ten minute little things mm. that are just like 
and Conan walked in and slayed this thing. <laughs> Conan, the Cimmerillion, with his long black hair and tawny skin. Dude, I have, like, I have the quote, like, like here. That's every description of Conan. And it's, you yeah. almost just completely nailed it. A thief, a reaver, <laughs> a slayer with gigantic <laughs> melancholies and gigantic mirth to tread the jeweled thrones of the earth under his sandaled feet. Sometimes his description of Conan is longer than the actual story. <laughs> And it's my favorite when it happens. He's horny. He's horny for Conan. And honestly, he is that dude. Thought form. That dude loved thick men. Thought form. That Conan, dude loved thick men. We stand a thick king. Thought form. And on that note, we stand a thick king. That's what we're gonna leave this. On with. that note, that's where we're gonna leave this episode of Talking oh, Shop. All right, thick kings. Uh, I will talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs>